Mr. President, we have a national emergency. This is one of the things that we can shoot first and ask questions later. Uh, normally you can't do that. All of a sudden these trees started moving out of the way. They parted for me. And then I came out into this opening and there where I saw Jesus Christ. speaking to the Virginia Convention, said, Since the general civilization of mankind, I believe there are more instances of the abridgment of the freedom of the people by gradual and silent encroachment of those in power than by violent and sudden usurpations. Broadcasting live from a secret location buried deep below the earth, you're about to make a connection to the signs of the times. W. Dean Shook is live on the air right now. You're listening to End Time News. I'm your host, W. Dean Shook. Welcome to the new mainstream media. And let me say welcome to all of our listeners on the iHeartRadio Network, the Spreaker Radio Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, our regular broadcast affiliates across this country and around the world. Welcome to the Truth in the News. I'm happy to be here with you today. We've got an exciting program because I'm going to introduce to you a little bit later in the program something that I'll bet most of you didn't even know about. That was the 2030 Agenda. You're saying, what is that? Well, you're saying that because nobody seems to want to cover this. I'm going to give you the scoop on this. This is Agenda 21 on steroids that's being introduced this coming September, and the Pope is flying in to kick it off. Hmm, interesting, and we'll get to that a little bit later in the program. But first of all, we're going to talk about the economy because it seems that the establishment media doesn't really seem to want to talk about the economy. The new mainstream media is all abuzz with everything about the economy. I'm going to follow suit. But first, I've got something I have to report. According to Town Hall, Obama finally agrees to secure the border. About time, right? Well, for years, the security of the southern border, even the northern border of the United States, has not really been on the radar of the federal government. However, with the Obama administration... It's that they're complicit in bringing illegals into the country and not following immigration law. Well, take comfort in the fact that the Obama administration has finally decided to secure the border. But wait, it's not our border. It's the border of Turkey. Oh, President Obama finally understands that a sovereign country needs to have a secure border in order to protect its citizens. The problem is, it's not ours, it's Turkey's. Obama wants to, quote-unquote, stem the flow of foreign fighters. And that's an admission that securing the border does indeed help protect a country from terrorists. Well, Obama and Turkey's Prime Minister, Tayyip Erdogan, are best buddies. Erdogan is an Islamist who's a staunch ally of the Muslim Brotherhood and supporter of former Egyptian President Mohamed Morsi. Well, the Muslim Brotherhood is essentially the mothership of Sunni Islamic terror groups. 
Erdogan is also not a friend to Israel, given how he has condemned Israel's actions against Hamas, even though Israel was acting in self-defense, and has referred to the Israeli government as Nazis. What's particularly disturbing is that despite their denials, Turkey is providing aid to ISIS. There's this report that Erdogan's daughter is working as a nurse to heal wounded ISIS soldiers. And last year, Turkey's foreign minister defended ISIS from charges of terrorism. Yet, we're helping this government? As Judicial Watch reported back in April, there's a plethora of evidence that points to the fact that the Islamic State is active near Juarez, Mexico, which is right on the border. In fact, Judicial Watch reports... FBI supervisory personnel met with Mexican Army officers and Mexican Federal Police officers. However, the watchdog group also pointed out the FBI liaison officers regularly assigned to Mexico were not present at the meeting and conspicuously absent were the representatives from the Department of Homeland Security. Now, though the U.S. and Mexico deny the presence of Islamic jihadists in Mexico, the evidence abounds that they're there, including the rapid deployment of FBI brass in the aftermath of Judicial Watch's report, and a Mexican Army field-grade officer and a Mexican federal police inspector were among the sources that confirmed to Judicial Watch that ISIS is operating a camp just a few miles from El Paso, Texas. Now, we already know that this administration has aided and abetted Mexican drug cartels in illegally gun-walking thousands of guns across the border, which have been used to kill hundreds, if not thousands, of Mexicans and at least two federal agents, Brian Terry and Jamie Zapata. We also know this administration is the one that gave rise to the Islamic State and has funded, armed, and trained them with taxpayer dollars. These are America's enemies. I don't know about you, but where I come from, we call that treason. And I had to report that before we started on this economic news. I've got about three stories here that I'm going to report to you from credible sources about this coming economic collapse. Now, I know that the establishment media is not touching this. They are saying everything is fine, that the economy is fine, that we're a growing economy. Everything is just great. Well, that's not quite true, and I want, to, I want you to listen to these stories. As reported by the economic collapse, 23 nations around the world where stock markets crash are already happening. You can stop waiting for a global financial crisis to happen. The truth is, it's happening right now. All over the world, stock markets are already crashing. Most of the stock markets are occurring in nations that are known as emerging markets. Now, in recent years, developing countries in Asia, South America, and Africa loaded up on lots of cheap loans that were denominated in U.S. dollars. But now that the U.S. dollar has been surging, those borrowers are finding it takes much more of their own local currencies to service these loans. That is, pay the interest on them. At the same time, prices are crashing for many of these commodities that those countries export. The exact same kind of double whammy caused the Latin American debt crisis in the 1980s and the Asian financial crisis in the 90s. Right now, almost every single stock market in the world is down significantly from a record high that was set earlier this year and late 2014. But even though stocks have been sliding in the Western world, they haven't completely collapsed yet. In much of the developing world, it's a very different story. 
Emerging market currencies are crashing hard. Recessions are starting. Liquidity prices are getting absolutely hammered. Now, I'm going to give you 23 of the economies that are collapsing, collapsing right now. Malaysia, Brazil, Egypt, China, Indonesia, South Korea, Turkey, Chile, Colombia, Peru, Bulgaria, Greece, Poland, Siberia, Slovenia, Ukraine, Ghana, Kenya, Morocco, Nigeria, Singapore, Taiwan, and Thailand. And of course, this is just the beginning. The Western world is going to feel this kind of pain very soon. Now, I want to share with you an excerpt from an article that just appeared in The Telegraph that's entitled, Doomsday Clock for Global Market Crash Strikes One Minute to Midnight as Central Banks Lose Control. You see, The Telegraph is not just one of the most important newspapers in the UK. It's truly one of the most important newspapers in the entire world. When it speaks on financial matters, millions of people listen very carefully. So for The Telegraph to declare that the countdown to a global crash is one minute to midnight, this is a very, very big deal. Here's what they said, and this is just a part of what they said. When the bank crisis crippled global markets seven years ago, central bankers stepped in as lenders of last resort. Private sector loans were moved onto public sector balance sheets, and vast money printing gave the global economy room to heal. Time is now rapidly running out. From China to Brazil, the central banks have lost control, and at the same time, the global economy is grinding to a halt. It's only a matter of time before stock markets collapse under the weight of their lofty expectations and record valuations. Well, others are sounding the alarm about an imminent global financial crisis as well. For example, just consider what Egon and Guerrez recently told King World News. They said, I fear this coming September, October, all hell's going to break loose in the economy and the markets. A lot of factors point to that, both fundamental and this indicates that we could have a number of shocks this autumn. Sadly, most investors will hold stocks, bonds, and property, and they'll see decline in value as an opportunity. It'll be a long time and a very big fall before they realize the system will not help them this time because the central bankers have ran out of ammunition to save the global financial system. Yes, one more time. So we'll see more massive money printing, but it'll just make things worse. And at some stage, which would be quite soon, real fear is going to set in, a fear of a magnitude the world has not experienced before. Well, the smart money has been pulling their money out of stocks for quite a while now. And at this point, a lot of others have hopped on the bandwagon. This comes from CNBC. Said the flight of investor money from U.S. stock markets has turned into a stampede. In fact, the 78.7 billion leaving domestic equity funds have been worse in 2015 than it was during the financial crisis years, when the S&P 500 tumbled some 60%. According to data released by Morningstar, the total is the highest since 1993. They say domestic equity funds surrendered $20.4 billion in July alone and have seen $158.6 billion in redemptions over the last 12 months. Even a strong flow of money into passive management exchange-traded funds has been unable to offset the stream to the exit among retail investors who generally focus on mutual funds than ETFs. 
So those that were claiming that a crash wouldn't happen in 15 are already wrong. It's already happening. Now, people that don't like these warning messages are going to feel pretty stupid when things start falling apart all around them and they finally realize how wrong they truly are. i got a couple reports here that kind of combine together. It's from DC Clothesline and the end of the American Dream. It says, why does Russia media seem to be far more on the ball than the establishment alphabet media? Could it be possibly that Russian reporters have more freedom to talk about important issues than reporters that work for the major corporate conglomerates in the United States? Well, of course, the Russian media is far from perfect. They put out pro-Russian propaganda, just like the U.S. media puts out pro-American propaganda. But you have to admit that we can find Russian news sources who are willing to tackle controversial issues that the establishment media in the United States won't touch with a 10-foot pole. This includes the critical events that are coming up this September. I'm going to tell you about it right now because I'm not part of that establishment media. That's what makes us the new mainstream media. So even after everything has been said and written in the new mainstream media about what's going to happen during September, most Americans are still completely ignorant about the history of changing events that are going to take place in the next month or two. First of all, the most important template for global governments that the United Nations has ever dreamed up is going to be launched at a major conference from September 25th to September 27th. The launching of this new universal agenda it's such an important event that the Pope is going to be traveling to New York City to give the address that will kick off this conference. The new plan is known as the 2030 Agenda, and it's being called Agenda 21 on Steroids. This is one of the most significant steps toward global governance in the history of the world. Yet, the establishment media in the United States is saying virtually nothing about this. Not a word. And in just a few minutes, I'm going to give you a nice introduction to this 2030 agenda. Now, even though articles and videos and programs like In Time News that discuss all of these things, the establishment media in the United States has been strangely silent about all of it. Fortunately, there are international news sources out there that are willing to address these topics, and some of them happen to be in Russia. Sputnik News is actually fully owned and operated by the government of Russia. Sputnik News is willing to address many things that the corporate controlled media in the United States simply will not touch. For example, the following from a recent Sputnik article about the financial crash that's coming this fall. The founder of Trends Research, who predicted the panic of 2008, believes that soon we will witness the crash of a global stock market and predicts the economic earthquake that will send reverberations around the world. Well, RT is another Russian news outlet that I find to be superior to U.S. news organizations in a lot of ways. Well, in one recent article, RT was even willing to discuss the coming end of the biblical Shemitah in September of this year, which, you know, really doesn't surprise me that much because, you know, 